Welcome to the House Call Podcast. We're going to do a new segment here called Waiver Wire Warrior. Oh, yeah! Fantasy football time. Be drafted already. Hopefully your drafts went well. If not, watch this video because I'm about to go over the top running backs to pick and the ones to stay away from and the steals that could win you your fantasy league. So let's jump right into it. If you're not drafting in the top, I'd say four or five, you're probably going to have to make some decisions on whether or not you go number one wide receiver or what's left over at the running back position. Now, I want you to remember that it probably, I think it's over the last three years, three, four years, the, the running back who has led fantasy the previous year has failed to do so the next year. So drafting Jonathan Taylor may be a risk, number one, number two overall, compare, when you look at those stats. So if you're drafting the top five, top four, you're going to have some shots at some really good running back talent. Past that, it may be time to start looking at taking some wide receivers, going doubling up first, second round. It's not the best case scenario, but there are steals later in the draft that you can take to make that a little less painful and have still have one of the best wide receiver cores in your fantasy football league. Now, let's look at some guys that I would stay away from at their current ADP. Basically, anyone who is in the Ravens' backfield. Are you running? Why are you running? Yeah, Kenyon Drake's been rumored to sign there. J.K. Dobbins is there. Gus Edwards is there. Two of those three are dealing with injuries. One of those is joined after preseason is over in final cuts. So he's coming into a brand new offense. Lamar Jackson is there. He is going to steal touches from them. He's going to steal touchdowns from them. He's going to steal yardage from them. All right? And now you have a three-headed monster in there where they're all going to be sharing touches. It's not a good situation especially considering where J.K. Dobbins and you know is going right now. He's going late round two, early round three at his ADP. I highly recommend staying away from J.K. Dobbins in those positions. Go wide receiver. Take a chance on someone else. It's not worth it. Now, if he falls to me in five or six, I might take a risk on it to fill out some running back depth, but he's never going to be more than a flex option in my lineup if I can, if I can manage it. I do not trust the Ravens' backfield. Nope. Lamar Jackson... If you're going to draft a running back, draft Lamar Jackson. <laughs> there you go. Just get Lamar Jackson if you're going to do something with the Ravens' backfield because he's going to get he's, – he's the only relevant fantasy option you got that's going to have some carries. And he's going to be a quarterback. So he fills two needs, really. <laughs> now let's move on to some other guys I wouldn't want to take quite so early, right? So you have Aaron Jones. Nope. A.J. Dillon is going to split carries with him. That kind of lowers both of their – their value. And a lot of these dual-headed running monsters, that's the way it is. You're going to have to find the one who's going to get the most, in a PPR league especially, you're going to find the one that's going to get the, the catches in more situations, right? I kind of feel like A.J. Dillon and, and Aaron Jones are in a 50-50 split there. I, I really don't like the second to third round ADP running backs. And even some of the fourth rounders. I'm not a big fan of them. I'm just not. I think there's more talent. There's The wide receiver talent there is so much higher. And I think the running back talent there is way lower. So if you're going, if you're looking right there, you may go run, you may go wide receiver and then take a good quarterback somewhere in that range. And you're looking, okay, so who's my running back going to be then, Joe? Well, you're going to have to take some risks. You got to risk it to get the biscuit. But you're going to have to decide. I mean, you got uh, James Conner. He's right there. I would definitely take a James Conner. Uh, I, I think that, you know, Chase Edmonds isn't there anymore. James, it's James Conner's show. He's got a solid shot on there. I know that the same thing kind of goes with Lamar Jackson is Kyler Murray. They both like to run a lot. They scramble. He could take some carries. Take some yardage away from him. 
Well, that didn't hurt James Conner last year, and it's surely not going to hurt him this year because he's got less competition in that backfield. James Conner would be my my go-to running back in that in that sort of dead zone of running backs, right? That, those are my ones. I would also take, if you're looking at like how Damian Harris or Ramondre Stevenson are sitting in there, I would go Ramondre Stevenson. He's another solid option in a, in a dual-headed backfield, but he gets a lot of the catches. I kind of have a dark horse in that in that field, but he got hurt in the last preseason game. That was Ty Montgomery. Ty Montgomery looked like he was in for that James White role, that receiving back, third down back, hurry up back role. James White averaged about 10 points per game, fantasy points per game during his career. I mean, it was a solid to you pencil him in flex option, 10 points per game. Ty Montgomery is going to slip right into that role. Well, he's hurt now. We don't know how severe the injury is. He made the 53 man roster. He's not on IR. So they're probably tracking it week to week, but it still doesn't bode well for his longevity. Nope. So at that point, Ramondre is your best bet in the new England backfield. And he's right there in that round three, round four, round five range. Right. But, I'm looking more towards the back end of the draft. So last year's running back, you know, the blue everyone away. And if you call him a running back, I'm talking about Cordero Patterson down there in Atlanta, right? A lot of catches. Matt Ryan dumped it down to him a lot. You know, that was, that was the big thing. He, he did tail off towards the end of the year, but that was the guy. Well, Matt Ryan's in Indianapolis now playing for the Colts. I know Jonathan Taylor is the main guy there, but unless you're drafting one, two, maybe three, if he somehow falls to you, which I doubt. Nope. You're never going to get him unless you're drafting one or two, and that's if number one takes someone else, you know? Well, Naheem Hines is going significantly later. It's another good solid option in a PPR league because he's going to get a lot of targets, a lot of dump downs, a lot of hurry up stuff, stuff that Jonathan Taylor isn't normally in there for. Right, And Matt Ryan's already shown that if it's not there downfield, he likes to check down. And now and Naheem Hines is a great, great receiving back. He's drafted later than Tony Pollard. I mean, I would say that Naheem Hines is a cheap man's Tony Pollard. And Tony Pollard may be the, start, may be the lead back in that Dallas offense. I mean, he certainly proved he deserved it last year. Zeke did not look like anything worth drafting. Who's to say that Tony Pollard and Naeem Hines aren't a solid, you know, running back two flex option for you there, and you're getting them both late, and you have just this plethora of wide receiver talent. Probably the best tight end off the board if you plan it right. And you're set. Oh, yeah! Sounds pretty good to me, right? You just got to play your rest of your draft, right? You got to get the right wide receivers, right quarterback at the right time. But if you play it right, there's a lot of talent later on. You got some rookies back there. You got Tyler Algiers down there splitting stuff with with uh, Cordell Patterson, who just might want to see what he's going to do. Right? They drafted him. Might be worth a look late late round. He's going. I think he's average draft positions round eight, round nine, round ten, depending on how things flow. Damian Pierce in Houston. Not only saying Houston, oh, the offense is terrible. His only competition is Rex Burkhead. It's his only competition. It's going to be Damian Pierce's job. I would I would take a late flyer on Damian Pierce. I mean, he's uh, I think running back thirty four. 
He's going around eight or nine. Sometimes in some drafts, he's going undrafted, depending on how the drafts fall and how people value him based on that offense. It's a solid pickup because he's going to get the bulk of the touches in that offense. It doesn't have to be a good offense to be a good run, running back to running back, you know, flex option for you. And you get him late, late, late. He's a good bench stash. And he could be a guy that gets you over the top. So we got Neem Hines, Damon Pierce, Tony Pollard, uh, Tyler Algiers, James Cook for Buffalo. You know, he's, he's they said they compare him to Dalvin. You know, he's not, he doesn't quite have, you know, he's not as good as Dalvin that people have said, you know, but we'll see. But he's there. Might be a good option. Running backs really haven't been involved in the passing game there that much. He might be able to flip that script for us. And he's he's going back there with those guys too. I mean, that's that's the, the range I'm looking at my 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 league winning running backs right now. That that round round five-ish to round nine-ish range. There's a lot of hidden gem running back talent that you can take. And I highly recommend looking at them. And if it doesn't go well for you, you can come back at me with it, right? But I'm telling you, it's worth a look. Right? And next thing you can do, cuffs. Get the running back cuffs. Get these guys who are backing up these these first-line running backs. Because it is a position of attrition. Right? We saw it with Derrick Henry going down. Now, it didn't work out, you know, for, for the cuffs for, for Derrick Henry in that situation. But it was, it's worth it in some situations. Some offenses solely rely on the running back group to establish what they're doing. Last year at the Patriots, you could have taken Damian Harris, which was really early, or Ramondre Stevenson, which was really late. And we saw how Ramondre is now almost being drafted in the same round, if not just one round later than Damian Harris. He's a cuff. He's a cuff. He was a cuff last year that has now turned himself into a 50-50 share. It may be pushing to take over that offense and that role by midseason because Damian Harris is on the last year of his contract. It would not surprise me if they start leaning more towards Ramondre and away from Damian. And like I said, you're getting him around later. You have to think. It's up here, man. You got to play the game. Just do it! Also, do not reach for a quarterback in this draft. I know nope. it's not running backs. Don't reach for a quarterback in this draft. There's tons of talent late as a quarterback position. And unless you're getting Josh Allen, I don't think it's worth it. And Josh is going really high. R- really high. But, remember the names. Damon Pierce, Houston running back. Tony Pollard, Dallas. Tyler Algier, Atlanta. Andre Stevenson, New England. All right? And stay away. Stay away from the Ravens running backs. Well, this has been Joe for the House Call Podcast. Check us out on all the platforms. Love to read the comments. Leave comments on the videos. If you can't watch any of the videos, head on over to Spotify. You can listen to us in the car there. See you next time. He doesn't do good this year. He's obviously out of a job. He's okay. out of a job. All right, Especially Rob. with this roster. Yeah. Go ahead. 
You Thanks. believe in this eight game thing, don't you? 